Mic check, mic check. Where the f is my check? You now tuned in to do rags and boat shoes. get this turned down what's going on everybody it's your boy a double you now tuned in to episode 138 of do rags and boat shoes nothing but love and respect for everybody who listened to friday's episode 137 please continue to share it and uh, listen again if you uh you know if you're bored or something like that at work and you like hearing me get these jokes off about current events and things of that sort i appreciate y'all you know telling people to listen uh, i'm seeing uh the numbers starting to go up on um on my podcast on the downloads and the streaming so i appreciate y'all um out here you know letting people know about the podcast and other folks who are just now discovering it welcome uh thank you so much the numbers are you know they they're growing a lot and i think it's time for me to start uh you know hollering at some folks to advertise on the show i gotta i'm right now i'm planning out some rates and things like that and probably how i'll do it is have somebody you know they could probably you know sponsor you know the summer jam screen uh they could sponsor somebody else could sponsor you know selling hope like dope you know like this portion of selling hope but hope like dope is brought to you by such and such and shit like that so or just get somebody to sponsor the whole episode um you know but it has to be a brand that i uh respect and uh you know i ain't gonna you know be out here you know compromising my integrity and the integrity of the show for a, a few dollars i don't get down like that that's that's not me that's not how i move but i'm still working on some things so um just stay tuned to the instagram page make sure y'all following it on instagram do rags and boat shoes i just created that page about a month and a half ago so make sure y'all follow me on instagram at do rags and boat shoes and um you know i'll try to post videos and shit like that on there usually i just post you know links to articles and different memes and shit like that something to just make you kind of laugh during the day you know um um let's see what else is going on in the world in my world um man so uh sunday morning i was heading to work and i had to stop and get gas i always get gas once a week and I drive an old school expedition. It's, it's an old thing. Della's old. Uh, that's what I named my expedition. Um, she an old thing, but she she is she's a beast in the snow. And y'all know I live in Nebraska, and our winters are nothing to play with. And the city of Omaha is nothing but hills. You know, it's like you going up hills both ways. You know, if you're going to one destination. So that four by four is a beast, and uh, she just gets the job done. And like I said, I ain't got no car payment. The wife ain't got no car payment. So we enjoying this for now. We know, you know, in time that Della's going to clunk out and shit like that. But, you know, she gets poor gas mileage. Um, and in the summers, we usually, uh, you know, use my wife's car to get around and things like that. And, uh, you know, we go out on date nights and just other things like that, driving around the city because, you know, she gets great gas mileage in her car. But, um so it's about 70 with the prices now it's about 70 bucks 
67 to about 72 dollars it just fluctuates between that to fill up my tank so i go up to this quick shop up the hill from my house and uh i'm going to fill up and there's a bunch of people just kind of looking like shady everybody at the pumps at their pumps looking like looking shady as fuck and i'm just like man what the fuck is going on so you know i'm, I'm this is when i'm pulling up you know people just kind of looking and got a little smirk on their face so i'm like okay whatever so i usually use 91 you know when the old with the older car you always want to use the highest grade of gas just because it's poor gas mileage and it burns slower than something that has ethanol in it you know with that corn ethanol shit because that's just like rubbing alcohol and it just burns out like that you know like at the snap of your fingers it just burns out so quickly so i so they just have 87 and 91 the 87 grade is a lower grade and it has 10 percent ethanol in it so it just burns out fast as fuck so we have, I have my Baker's card, and if, for my folks who are out of town, that's like a Kroger's or a Dillon's um, supermarket for my folks down south. Um, you know, so with the Quick Shop, you save ten cents off a gallon per hundred bucks that you spend at the store. So I, I think I had like a dime off. My wife usually uses her Baker's card when we go shopping, grocery shopping and shit like that. So she'd be having all the points, but. I be using up, I be get, I be racking up points just buying like Gatorades and shit like that on my route and stuff like that during the summers when it's hot. So I had, so I like I had about 110 points, so it was like 10 cents off a gallon. Scan my Baker's card, and uh, it tells me I got 10 cents off a gallon. And I look down at the pump, and I'm getting ready to select 91, and it drops it down to like two dollars and ninety some cents. But then I look at the 87, and it said. 0.151 so 15 cents per gallon i'm like what so i look to the left look to the right i'm like this can't this, you know maybe the uh the digital you know uh marker is fucked up you know the price point maybe it's just fucked up but then something told me he's like man nigga just try that shit and see what happened <laughs> and so i tried that shit and this is what happened so the gallons are going up like real fast like faster than the money you know usually it's the other way around that money that the, the top you know frame with the money be going fast as fuck and i'm like yo this shit is really 15 cents per gallon and that's why everybody else was outside laughing and looking sneaky and shit there was a, a sister next to me she was like oh shit and i was like right don't tell nobody she's like i ain't about to say shit and it was the and she was doing the same thing to the pump next to me and um yeah so i filled up my i think i got a 25 gallon it's like 24 point something gallons i think i still had a gallon of gas it's a 25 gallon tank i filled up my whole tank right hand to god for three dollars and 36 cents boy when i tell you i don't block my blessings i don't question it i just do it now i told y'all a million times do not block your blessings now it's the cheap gas is burning out kind of quick but still three dollars and 36 cents for up uh, for almost 25 gallons worth of gas you can't beat it you cannot beat it at fucking all and i'm tight that i didn't have my gas can for my lawnmower in the back of my truck because i would have filled that bitch up too and i let people know on facebook about it um but uh the homegirl tammy she commented on it uh like i told people right away after <laughs> i got my my gas after you know after that I filled up and i checked my 
my uh my bank statement you know my my little online banking app i checked that first and it said you know debit purchase of three dollars and 36 cents and uh i just checked it today just to make sure because you know it's how it's pending and it takes a couple days to fall off and shit like that to actually come out your account and the shit out it, it came out too and i was just like yo that's just legit but anyway after i paid for it at the pump then i posted the photos on facebook and shit like that but she said by the time she got up there they already changed it back but it was a shitload of people up there racking up so uh, i just like to say thank you to the most high and to the ancestors or and whoever out there you know out there in the universe who blessed all of us folks at that gas station because i was I, I was not mad at it i was feeling i was feeling good feeling good feeling great and then uh what else been going on so you know i record on tuesdays i record tuesday wednesday try to get it up there before the weekend the episodes get up there for the weekend because just uh it's been getting crazy around the house like shutting down the pool and things like that but um we had a bad we had a, a thunderstorm um what was it about it was it was thursday night and we had a issue with after that storm our uh, ac unit um like our we have one of those smart thermostats one of them nest thermostats that you control with your phone and it connects to your wi-fi and it does all this this silly shit and um and it just kept on like the ac would just not kick on like after that storm happened it just would not kick on and so i think like a power surge happened or something like that due to like a thunder you know some lightning or some thunder some some we had a strong current hit or something like that because the nest reset itself and then it just our ac will not kick on it will cut on for like a couple seconds and then it would go into a delay mode like the air conditioner would come on for maybe a minute and then it would automatically just shut off by itself then the, my nest um thermostat would read delayed cooling so with me just working so much i'm just like fuck you know i thought it was gonna be some shit where i could just reset you know the nest thermostat and call it a day i'm watching these youtube videos and i'm like oh shit i might have to install a whole ass new wire or um maybe the nest battery is dying because it does that when the battery is about to die too because it pulls power from the fan uh wire that um that's connected to your uh, ac unit so i'm thinking that went bad or some shit like that so i'm trying to so i take the thermostat off i'm charging it because it has a little rechargeable battery inside of it and uses an android cord i'm thinking that's it nope that wasn't it so i'll fuck it i had to break down and call um the heating and cooling people or whatever and um so i had a technician come out today uh, earlier today on my day off this tuesday and he came out and he was telling me the same thing that i was reading up online and watching youtube videos so i just felt like i was in the know but then he went downstairs and he checked the uh the copper wire or the copper tubing uh the coil tubing uh that runs uh outside to the ac unit and the motor had blew out that is what i did not want to hear now when i bought this house i bought it back in may of last year and one of the agreements we had with the uh, with the seller was that he had to get a warranty uh like an insurance warranty uh on all of the um appliances in the house so it included the ac unit and the refrigerator and the furnace and uh because we put i put in a new um 
uh, dishwasher because the one that was that came with the house from the previous owner it was just leaking all over the goddamn uh, kitchen and it, it it didn't match it was black and our stove is silver and our uh, refrigerator is silver so we went and bought a silver um, dishwasher and I got that installed and I didn't know it was that easy to install a dishwasher honestly I didn't know it was that fucking easy because I'm up here the night before I bought it uh, I'm no the night before the night that i bought it i put it in the next day i was watching youtube videos and shit like that and my father-in-law he was like oh it's easy it's very easy you know about take you you know maybe you know an hour and a half couple hours or something to do that and i popped out the old one and i popped in the new one and it took me like 40 minutes i was like are you fucking serious that's all i had to do but anyways um so I kept getting letters in the mail around April of this year telling me that do I want to continue the insurance policy on my um, appliances and I'm like nah I don't want to do that uh, because then I would have to start paying I think it was like an extra 40 bucks a month or something like that for this insurance policy and uh, because home insurance I guess doesn't cover uh certain appliances and uh if they just go out after wear and tear it has to be like something like due to nature or an act of god or something like that or any other kind of act of god and so um i'm just like no nah, i ain't gonna do it so lo and behold my air conditioner my central air unit is old as fuck the shit was built in 1978 <laughs> so that bitch is 40 years old i remember during the home inspection my wife was telling me that the guy was talking about the home inspector was uh talking about he's never seen a unit that old and still running and things like that so it, it ran for a good year and some change um but uh the technician that came out today uh he was like you know the fan motor is blown out and then the condenser has blown out and so he goes outside on his laptop to uh, see if he can find replacement parts for this and everything was gonna have to be like custom made and all this other shit and uh to replace those parts it would have been damn near three thousand dollars and he was like you, you just need to get a whole new unit and i didn't want to hear that i knew it was gonna come up but i was hoping it'd be like three four years down the line you know and i'm just like shit you know now i was just thinking instant regret once um you know uh i didn't renew that uh insurance policy on the appliances and take over the payments and um so i'm just like fuck all right let me just hear your spiel and all this other stuff so he he said well i don't have any uh pricing for you and shit like that so another guy comes out about an hour later and he takes a look at everything and he gives me some pricing and because um the uh the the um cords or some shit like that and the uh, piping from the air air conditioning unit is coming through the concrete they got to drill through that and then with the permits and everything and uh, after rebates and shit uh i gotta pay seven grand for a new ac unit and he's telling me oh it'll pay for itself and um all this other shit because how old our unit was it wasn't energy efficient so it'll pretty much pay for itself it'll be a smaller unit um it'll be more energy efficient so your electricity bill will be down but i'm on a payment plan with my electricity bill so i just pay a flat fee the flat rate uh the whole year which it averages out your electricity cost for the whole year and you just pay the average so i'm just like okay i'm already you know i'm not paying that much for electricity anyway but we'll see what happens right 
And so now I'm just like, fuck. I gotta come out of pocket seven grand for a fucking new AC unit. I might just wait until the spring to get the work done. You know what I'm saying? Uh, they had some great financing options available, but it's just like, fuck, I don't want to really touch my credit like that because I know in the near future, I'm going to have to, you know, probably buy a new vehicle um, with my old ass truck that I got. And it's just one of those situations where you're just like, man, what the fuck? Like I had a great Sunday, you know, but I knew my AC unit was going out. I thought it was a thermostat. I was hoping it was a thermostat. You know, I had a great Sunday with the cheap gas and then this happens, but it didn't get my spirits down. You know, after I talked with the guy about the pricing options and shit like that, and he was sitting over my house for about an hour, you know, shooting the shit with me about an hour and a half. I left and went to Pettit's. You know, I was feeling kind of down. I'm like, that's a lot of fucking money. And I was asking him, is there a cash discount? You know, if we don't do the financing and we just come out of pocket and pay it, you know? Uh, dip into our savings and just you know pay it and then it's just he was like no there's no cash discount i'm just like what the fuck most places that give you a cash discount if you just want to come out your own pocket you know what i'm saying just write a check or you know do a electronic funds transfer so i'm kind of feeling down about that and uh just how much it is so i go down to pettis pastries so pettis is a is a just a local uh you know bakery here great donuts great cakes uh, best in the city if you ask me so I get down there and uh, I'm like I'm just getting me a slice of cake so I seen that they had all these different flavors of cake they you know they uh, have them in these little hard plastic uh, packaging and I always get either marble or white and it was all out of marble so I was like let me do some white and uh, and I looked and they had a whole roll of Hennessy flavored cake slices and I'm like oh who the fuck in their right mind was just like, you know what? I like Hennessy. I like cake. Let's combine them. Fuck it. Uh, I didn't try it. I smelled it and it just smelled like Hennessy. And it just, you know, it, it just was like, you know, I like to drink it on the rocks. You know what I'm saying? Or, you know, with a little bit of squirt. You know what I'm saying? I'll drink it with that. Um, but I don't want it in my cake. Like, I like the two things, I just don't like them together. But that kind of made my day, kind of made up for the shitty day I was having. And I'm here with y'all, so let's get started on that good old Summer Jam screen. Now, did y'all see where the St. Louis Six Flags is out here holding a contest? Because I think they have in their, their Night of Horrors or something like that. And so they're having a contest. If you can stay in a casket for 30 hours, they will give you $300. You hear me? Ten, uh, 30 hours, $300. Let's do some math here. That is $10 an hour for 30 hours. No, nigga. That is not going to happen. We, the, you had maybe $3,000. Can we do that? Can we do $3,000? Like $10 an hour. And then I read the uh, the rules of it. So you can get out at every hour to take a, a bathroom break. And you can have your phone and your phone charger inside the casket. And then I think uh, you can eat three times in that period or some shit like that. Um, that is some bullshit. That is some 
some BS to the utmost damn degree. You telling me that I, I lay in this dark ass casket with just my phone for 30 hours for 300 bucks and a couple of season passes to Six Flags. If y'all don't get the fuck up out of here. It, boy, that's some that's some cheap dusty shit right there. That is just the epitome of dustiness. And you know some people want to do it just to say that they did it. But if you that hard up for $300, you need to go donate some plasma. Because you can hustle that up in a couple weeks just by donating plasma. But hey, if you in a bind and you want to lay in a casket for 30 hours for $300, you know, do you, boo-boo, I guess. Do you. But I just saw that and I was just like, I thought that it was a typo when I saw it. I was like, oh, they must be $3,000. Nope. Read the article. It said uh, $300. Found another article, $300 and some season passes. And it had the rules in it. That is some bullshit. I should have had that in selling hope like dope. But um, hopefully the people who do participate in this contest, y'all be safe. And uh, I know that would just bring me fucking nightmares to be breathing alive and aware that you're in a fucking casket i don't think i would sleep for the rest of my life um man what is going on they got your man bill cosby up out the paint they sentenced him uh for that 2004 sexual assault of uh i forgot the young lady's name uh they got him up out the paint he is sentenced to three to ten years in prison so Bill Cosby is going to probably die in jail because what is he about 80 now or something like that? And um, I don't have any issue with him going to prison. My main issue is how come we don't have this same energy for these other predators out here? Because one of them is sitting right there on Pennsylvania Avenue right now and living his best life, living his best fucking life. I mean, this man has colluded with a foreign power to win, a, win an election. And he will tell you that he grabs women by the pussy. And uh, and then now we got, what, the Kavanaugh, the uh, SCOTUS uh, selection. Uh, I think he's going to pass these hearings. I think that. They bringing all these women up out the woodworks. But you like, well, look at who's in the White House right now. Uh, I mean, y'all ain't working that hard to get the Cheeto-in-Chief up out the paint. So, I mean, this person is supposed to uphold the law of the land, the Supreme Court uh, Justice. And y'all up here bringing all these women out, but y'all ain't did shit with the leader of the free world. So I'm, that's my problem with this whole Bill Cosby situation. I want y'all out there. I want the so-called justice system to keep that same energy that y'all kept with Bill Cosby. But we all know that ain't going to happen. We know that. We know that. We know that that bullshit ain't going to happen. And I felt a kind of way, a sort of way, when... um. I saw Bill Cosby coming up out that uh, that courtroom in them handcuffs. It, it was heartbreaking, and it was tough to see that mug, mug shot. But then I started thinking about taking the pound cake, and then you worried about why he got shot and all this other shit. And started thinking about that pound cake speech. And then I'm just like, oh, so this is how the system of racism and white supremacy works. It don't give a damn what your social economic status is it don't give a fuck if you damn near a billionaire and it don't give a fuck if you homeless you know if you're a person of color more particularly black and male they're gonna get you up out the paint they're gonna get you to fuck up out the paint they even changed the laws for uh, this bill cosby thing they even changed the statute of limitations 
for this motherfucker so bill is up out the paint um he might die in prison um you know he would have had a lot more support behind him if he didn't go on that goddamn uh u.s tour with that damn pound cake speech and uh you know all oh the right was eating that up when he was out there wagging his finger at poor black folks he he oh the right the fox news all them kind of bullshit ass shows wrestling oh they was loving that shit oh they was loving it they was loving it in and out and you know bill cosby was trying to appeal to that you know that upper middle class black crowd that thrived during the clinton era and uh you know in those select few uh upper class black folks that that so-called talented 10th uh group and uh you know so he was shitting on poor black folks and look what the fuck happened to bill poor bill you know but um like i said my only issue that i have with this is how come we don't have that same energy you know for uh the cheeto in chief and these other uh me too predators that's what i'm trying to figure out but we all know why you know i mean look at him and look at the other you know predators who are uh being accused in the me too movement what's gonna happen to them not a damn thing i mean you look at bill o'reilly uh what what they just got rid of his show but he cashed out they fox news was deliberately paying these women uh what was it a couple women that they paid off millions of dollars you know and he was still on the air uh being a moral authority and me and my wife was having dinner we was talking about that most folks who try to be a moral authority you know on society and things of that sort they usually the ones who you know who have them kind of skeletons sitting in their closet and shit like that but I, I feel bad for bill um but he shouldn't have been out here you know dumping pills and drinks and shit like that uh, i know back in the 70s and shit like that that's just how they moved doing quaaludes and shit like that and just being wild and free and fucking anything moving and doing all these drugs and shit like that and now they just got bill up out the paint i wonder why they got bill up out the paint though i know everybody make fun and say it's the nbc thing but i wonder what's the real thing what's the real cause of getting bill cosby up out the paint like how do we bring these allegations from decades ago you know to light and uh you know change the statute of limitations on uh you know certain crimes so this man could be sentenced it's weird to me i just wonder why they wanted to get bill up out the paint it, and it has to it has to be a money issue it has to be all that money that cosby is sitting on and he was getting that syndication money like it wasn't no goddamn thing so it's just very odd to see what's going on with that um but you know he might just serve those you know those first three years and get on out uh but man that was heartbreaking to see him come about that jail but you know as a black man i can't um sympathize with him too much because like i was telling the wife you know it was heartbreaking to see him what was that about a decade ago a little bit over 10 years ago when he did that pound cake speech i remember that and that was just breaking my heart just seeing him do that and uh they had little vi video clips of him going around you know giving that speech and you know uh you know it was all that respectability politics and shit like that and uh bill is old enough to know that you know they was hanging niggas in they sunday best you know they was hanging them up from trees and three-piece suits and shit like that and 
you know, uh, church dresses and shit like that if they did lynch a woman. So I just, that's, that's odd to me that he would come out there with these goddamn respectability politics. But when you a black person and you start getting money and you think that you transcended the color line, you know, that's a very dangerous line to tiptoe in. It's a very dangerous uh, thought process to have to think that you transcended color because a lot of times they just see a nigga with some money. And that's it. Um, what else is, can we put on that good old summer jam screen? So uh, the Omaha Police Department, uh, they out here apologizing and backtracking. Um, they tweeted out a picture. Excuse me. They tweeted out a picture uh, from the carrier Rosco. Uh, that's the officer who got killed a couple years back. Um, she, uh, a softball tournament in her honor or a softball game. And one of the cops in the pictures, he was throwing up the white supremacist symbol that uh, that white power symbol that uh okay symbol and um they didn't release the name of the cop um you know uh they said that they're doing an internal investigation i know black men united of omaha is uh putting some pressure on the chief of police and they want to sit down and meet with him and um you know discuss how do they move forward and what will be happening in this investigation like are you looking into this officer's background social media pages and things of that sort and i know that probably a union rep has him scrubbing everything off of his social media pages and having his friends and family lock up their accounts i just know that's just basically how it works that's the same thing that's going on with that amber geiger woman who uh you know when a few days later they released her name because first they had to scrub the internet of you know pretty much everything uh on her social media sites that would lead to the uh court of public opinion finding out that she was a bigot or something to that extent so that's the same thing that's happening right now and uh you know i clicked on uh i looked at the uh tweets on uh omaha police page and you know they're they're apologizing explaining left and right then i was like you know what let me see what uh going on on facebook because that's where the biggest really be at they don't be on twitter too tough um you know the nebraska biggest i should say um uh you know and so you go on there and all it was was explaining oh this is a this is a symbol of uh the circle game um this is a goof you know, this is something where you can, you know, if you catch somebody looking at that symbol, you punch them and all that. Just, you know, going off and just splaining away, just dancing around. And that's how a lot of this stuff happens. Like when, um, remember when uh, the story first broke and it started coming out that that OK symbol was actually meant white power. You started seeing, um, you know, people doing it at the uh, White House uh at the podium you know when they do uh the media thing when you know uh the um journalist was asking be asking questions up at the podium and you had all these you know these people who had these uh suspected and uh you know actually there's evidence of them being bigots and uh supporting bigotry uh throwing up that symbol you know once the cheeto in chief got elected and they they was like oh no this is just the okay symbol and all this other shit but then i was it Richard Spencer or somebody else? I think it was Richard Spencer that admitted that yeah, that means white power. This is it's a W and a P. And then but you get so many people trying to muddy the waters by saying that, oh no, it's this, it's this, it's this confusion, but they really just handing out that signal, just letting everybody know who's down with this bullshit. Like, hey, hey, I'm I'm with y'all. You know what I'm saying? A little nod and a wink. 
you know that happens all the time uh, especially with uh you know suspected white supremacists and white supremacists and white extremists it's always a, a a nod and a wink you know what i'm saying uh just to let them know hey we all on the same page i'm with you you know what i'm saying so it, i'm not surprised that you know a, a cop here would do that um i live in a in the a heavily policed area and it's always the highest crime i'm just like you got so many damn cops out here but there's still so much crime what the fuck are you policing you see what i'm saying it just doesn't make any sense at all you're just out here harassing folks and co collecting money you know for the uh the county and the city and that's all the fuck that it is uh, i tried to look and see because this story broke about four days ago and i was trying to see if there's any updates or anything like that i haven't seen anything so if y'all see anything make sure y'all shoot me an email at doragsandboatshoes at gmail.com um man and then uh last week i wasn't gonna talk about it too much um but with stage two closing that's a you know that's a popular bar on the north side um just just off of 30th and bedford um there's a uh you know that that bar is closing um and then there's some uh it just it's just kind of looking funny in the light so we get these nice beautiful apartments uh 75 north uh going up where the old hilltop uh 33rd projects was at um there's like a coffee shop in there just real nice and uh it's going in a very you know a very poor part of town uh, where people are living paycheck to paycheck and just trying to get by and it used to be heavily gang populated um in that area it used to be a bunch of bloods over there um so now you have these nice homes going up and now just uh west of there near third about, about 36th and late you got the old good neighbor homes uh this is what they was called back in the day then they was called the tommy rose garden now they's called the yellow apartments and these look like projects they was like apartments and shit so you had all these uh these people from former uh war-torn burma uh moving to these apartments and uh now all of a sudden uh somebody made a complaint to the city about the living conditions of these apartments and now the city finally decide to uh come out and force these people out uh because they said it's a slumlord who's managing the property and uh all this other shit and it's just odd timing that it would be like that because both my grandmamas my grandmama on my daddy's side and on my mama's side they both live in that area they just stay a few blocks from each other they both been complaining about the living conditions them folks is in because them apartments were shut down for uh, for uh, it was about a few years i think and then all of a sudden the slumlord came and bought them in 07 08 like right on the, the the cusp at the beginning of the housing crisis and i didn't know that he only bought all them units for five hundred thousand dollars and this that's a big ass area too only 500 racks five hundred thousand dollars and so uh he has these people living in here and i think they paying like five hundred dollars a month and he's up here explaining talking about um you know he done been to these people's uh weddings and they thank him so much and you know but the city is talking about it's infested with bed bugs and roaches but people who are actually you know going there excuse me who's going there and uh helping out helping those people out uh uh myanmar i think that's what it's what, where they're from now is now it's called myanmar or something like that and it's not burma anymore because it's war torn but um 
you know, people are saying it was only a couple of apartments and the rest of the apartments didn't look too bad. Now, I'm going to keep it 100. Every time I go over to my grandmama house, them shits is dilapidated, beat the fuck up, and the yard, the, the yard's never mowed, the grass is fucking knee high, and there's, uh, you know, boards on some of the windows, sheets hanging up, so I don't know about the cleanliness inside, I can't talk about that, but on the outside, it makes you want to search for your wallet and make sure you got a pistol by your side walking by there, or even driving by there, you lock all your damn doors, that's just how it looks out there, it just looks horrible, like even when them, them dusty ass bloods was living up in there when it was the Tommy Rose Garden, it didn't look that bad because OHA would be out there, um, you know, mowing the yards and painting and shit like that. So I don't know who's telling what, but this seems like to me that, uh, you know, something nice is going to go up in that place, you know, in that in that place. So basically what they're going to do is uh, they're doing all this shit for show. That's all they're doing, doing all this for show. So they got these people staying in. Um, in my in my rec center at the Adams Center, they got them staying there and some other places bunking there until they can find them some permanent homes. So what they're going to do is move these folks uh, far out west because that's what they're starting to move poor folks out. You're starting to see these apartments go up and shit like that, like up there off of uh, off of Blair High Road near 99th and Irvington. You got these apartments that's going up and they just about to push people out there. They about to push some poor folks out in there. So uh, who live in the east side of the city, the northeast side. And uh, it's just a ploy. They're going to push those folks out, tear down them uh, Tommy Rose Garden apartments, throw something else up there and, uh, you know, make it more uh, visible and uh, acceptable for people my age. That that uh, 29 to, you know, 40 crowd, you know, I should say 27 to 40 crowd, you know, who uh, still want to be in the heart of the city. But you know don't want none of the drama that comes with being in the heart of the east side of the city you see what i'm saying and so uh, it's just it's just it's just a way to get the public on the city side and you got ben gray who represents this northeast district he's out here hooting and hollering and shit like that but people have been complaining about how them folks been living over there for years and he ain't been over there doing a damn thing but now that it's time to knock some buildings down he's out here hooting and hollering and acting like he representing the people if you don't get the fuck on up out of here with that bullshit you know what i'm saying so i mean now you got that <clears throat> that bar stage two been a staple of black omaha for decades on decades um years on years all of a sudden this is about to close and shut down um you know we are revitalizing the city is putting uh put almost 10 million dollars into fontanelle park fontanelle park been looking like shit for years now all of a sudden they found 10 million dollars to uh beautify it and all this other shit we got a new hospital going up which is nice that hospital is going to be nice um and then you have that uh that technology firm is going to come in and uh, basically teach job skills to people and uh, have them work for uh, supposedly Fortune 500 companies and, and shit like that and be like a tech hub so these people could be like building websites and doing like internet security for these companies uh, while they learn and grow there. And like I said before, um, you know, I was a little iffy of it and I just hope people in the community can benefit from that. But it all started with um, 
you know, looking at the, the southeast side of the city near Leavenworth, which used to be uh, Park Avenue and Leavenworth, and that used to just be the whole stroll. Uh, Park Avenue used to just be the whole stroll, like straight up and down, the whole stroll. I used to live over there. Um, and I lived over there when it, the gentrification started. When they started doing them, them gang sweeps, I lived over there in uh, 2009, between 2009 and 2011, or 2008 to 2011. Yeah, I was over in that area. And uh, actually, before that, um, I lived a little bit west of there, but I actually lived in the area from, yeah, from 09 to 11. I'm sorry, about a couple years. Yeah, uh, I lived over in that, that area. No, it was 08. It was 08. Yeah, three years. I was over there three years. So in 2008, when I first moved over there, I would be coming home from work. Uh, I was working for um, American Express at the time. And I'm making good money too. And I was just shopping with people, like using their points. Uh, one point equal a dollar. And, you know, people would come and call me. And I would thumb through a digital catalog. And I would help people spend their points. That's it. And I was making like, what, 13 bucks an hour plus incentives. Like, that was some good money back then, too. And it was just me living in an apartment. Shit, you couldn't tell me nothing. But coming home from work. I would be driving down Leavenworth, and once you would get past Park Avenue, Park Avenue ran from north to south, Leavenworth runs from east to west, okay? So I'm heading east, and once you hit that intersection of Leavenworth and Park Ave, it's just the whole stroll. You see pimps out there, you see hoes out there. Um, I would walk to the liquor store, get me, um, get me some chips, you know, get me a pack of Swishers or some shit like that so I could roll up. And, uh, you know, I would just walk over there just because it was just so close to my apartment. And this was off Leavenworth. And, uh, you know, hoes would be coming from behind the dumpster from sucking dick, talking about what's good. You know what I'm saying? It was just it was just that kind of culture. You know what I'm saying? I would throw them some change and just tell them to be safe out here. You know what I'm saying? And uh, I remember one time I was coming from work and uh i had the window down i was at the light at the stoplight this nigga was like hey man you need a date i was like man i don't fuck with no niggas like that he's like no i got a girl over here i was like man that's your girl he's like no nah, that's everybody girlfriend playboy and i was like no nah, i'm good and i just uh, went on through the lights but um at that time in 08 it was wild like it was just how it was been for decades for years um just hoes pimps all up and down there and there used to be a strip joint named uh sherry's over there and some of them hoes would be over there stripping and shit like that and fucking and sucking in the alley um by the dumpster back there too and then cars and shit like that they used to get down like that but in 2009 this is when the gentrification started uh you started seeing these massive uh sweeps like cops would just come through goddamn white vans black vans fucking uh mini school buses just locking holes up locking pimps up just swept through and then all of a sudden about a year later you start seeing coming soon signs of like new apartments and shit like that and you like yo for real like i didn't know it was called gentrification at the time but now you look at that area and it just there's like brand new townhomes over there uh, beautiful apartments over there the dog park looks immaculate and you just don't see any signs of any hoes over there you don't see no pimps no more like the mo worst you gonna see is some drunk africans some of them drunk sudanese that's it and they nine times out of ten they be getting them about the paint 
But yeah, Leavenworth looks different now. And that's when it started. And now that shit is starting to spread north to the northeast side of the city. And this is what we're witnessing right now. It's just gentrification going on right now. And, um, you know, um, it's, you know, it's, it's, it's like I was uh, talking to the homegirl Ashley on Twitter about it. And she was saying that basically, you know, it's all about, you know, beautifying the city. But you can't just get rid of the people like that, you know, in, in those terms. And I, I agree. It's just fucked up because, you know, you want to see North O looks good. We always complain about it. But now it's just like they're getting people up out the paint. You know what I'm saying? And it's just, I don't know, man. North O is looking different. You know, I love that I live over here and shit like that. But it just sucks to see these changes happening. And you just, you know, you can't, like, really just be out there <clears throat> telling folks, you know, to fight the good fight and all this other shit when they thought they were living in luxury. These people from war-torn Burma, you know, and now they're just, now they're sleeping on cots in a fucking you know gymnasium they had their own little apartments and shit like that and they were saying you know some of them folks were saying that it was only a couple apartments that had bed bugs and roaches and shit like that um but the city is blowing it up out of proportion but like i said they just want that area to tear it down because it's some prime area since those 75 north apartments have went up so now you got these just west of it and now it's just like fuck what the fuck do we do now um, so they're going to move them folks out. They're going to tear them down. And they're going to throw up something new. That's basically what's going to happen. And then North 30th is going to be looking very, very different. I won't be surprised if uh, they get rid of uh, fucking Daily and then tear down them Spencer projects that's down there too. So it's, 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 it's sad. You know, it's sad to see that shit. You know, I got kind of hyped when that technology center announced it. It was going to come to north, the north side, but now it's just like, well, we're just going to get you niggas up out the paint, you know, get you Asians up out the paint. And you're just like, man, what the fuck? You know, you hate to see that happen. And, um, you know, you would love to see the north side, like, look a lot better, but you don't want to get rid of the people because the people is the heart of the city. You know, that's what makes North O so fucking dope is uh, the people and a di diverse group. Like, it's a majority black but you know you got white folks like the suburb i live in is mainly black folks but i got hispanic neighbors i got people who, who from worn torn uh, burma that live down the street from me and you know i got some white folks that you know stay just a few blocks from me but it's just you know it's you don't have no smoke like that you know what i'm saying it's just the people are dope like you go down to the walmart and you see all these you know these beautiful black faces you know getting along with every other person that don't look like them and shit like that having a laugh and shit but i don't know it just sucks let's see what else we got going on on this good old summer jam screen oh last but not least uh fucking russia fuck russia but uh, <laughs> uh so basically there's an article that just came out in the washington post hopefully y'all will read it um and it's basically uh russia is extending a hand to these uh white south africans who are about to lose their homes and their land uh, so the farmers um russia is reaching out and basically saying they don't need a visa just bring your ass over here come on over to a christian nation um and it's just like oh okay so you just uh, so uh your man's uh putin over there just with the uh bullshit running on that white nationalism uh shit that's going on in the world so you're just like well what's popular going on in the world like uh, 
this is quite <clears throat> excuse me white supremacy's last straw uh last leg so they just doing anything they can to try to you know boost their numbers and shit like that so that's why they're extending a hand to uh these uh white uh and i quote south africans because uh russia's numbers are dwindling too as far as white russians go so they're uh hiding under the guise of oh this is uh this is a christian nation um you know this we're not liberal over here and just you know just dog whistling just to let you know like hey you white you going through some shit with them niggas okay here we go come on home and uh we got some jobs for you some land and uh, some homes for you so they trying to open up the gates for them and if y'all remember what was that about let me see here maybe about 30 episodes ago um i did a i did a show talking about how uh when it was first announced that uh, south africa um malema and them were uh, trying to take back the land and so australia wants to uh, extend actually a helping hand to these white south african farmers too and bring them uh over to australia letting them know that they got a home over there too so this is just how they move and that's just it's not surprising to me at fucking all it's not surprising to me at all but you know that's just how uh this is what we're seeing right now it's just numbers are dwindling um within the, the white race um but like i said they created this this hierarchy system of race racism white supremacy and now that the numbers are dwindling and you know uh majority white countries are turning darker it's just like oh shit what the fuck do we do now so they just trying to link up and just trying to build their own white utopias and remember what i said about a white utopia that's why uh so many of these right-wing groups love states rights and things like that they they cling to that because they want to build their own little white utopias throughout the united states so it's just happening on a global level that's pretty much what we're seeing right here but shit i've been talking for damn near 50 minutes on this fucking summer jam screen so I'm going to leave it to my man Hove. Hove, what you got to say? Don't be the next contestant on that summer jam screen. I smoke rocks. I smoke rocks. All right. Thank you so much, Tyrone Biggums, for that lovely intro of Selling Hope Like Dope. Uh, so Selling Hope Like Dope, we have to give it to the uh, Douglas County uh, court system, the Nebraska court system, whatever the fuck you want to call it um y'all know i've been giving y'all updates about this uh tyler pitzel kid uh he's a grown man now now uh, he was the one who was shooting at uh sheriff deputies after he was beating the shit out of his mama and daddy on their farm and uh you know i think he did hit an officer and they sustained some minor injuries and shit like that um so he is getting he got sentenced to probation you know because first the fuckery ensued when they tried to blame it on a psychological issue and then uh his uh his defense attorney uh played the card of well he's just a juvenile and so the courts allowed both things to happen a psychological exam and then uh you know moved his trial down to a juvenile and the uh the current uh sheriff uh, tim dunning he was pissed about it he was very pissed about it and uh but this just shows that the judge saw the humanity in this uh white male right and uh so he was deliberately shooting at these folks and now he's about to do i think like 200 hours of community service and he's about to be on probation so on the flip side we have the um 
the issue with uh, this brother named Xavier Valentine. This is a black kid. Uh, he's, he was 18 at the time, so he was an adult. But his bond was set at $1 million, okay, for shooting at the police. And this actually happened, and uh, he, he thought somebody was following him, which they were, in an unmarked vehicle, and it was a plainclothes cop. And so he opened fire on the vehicle because he's about that life. He was a gang member. Uh, the cop knew that he was a gang member and started following him, but he called for backup or some of that extent. And he didn't identify himself right away, so the kid just started letting off rounds at him uh, because he's a gang banger. He's about that life. And so now he's being held on a million dollars bond and he's set to stand trial. I don't know if he went to trial yet. There hasn't been any news updates uh, about this young man. But this just shows that when you have the complexion for the protection, for the connection, this shit will work out in your favor. Because this young man, uh, Xavier Valentine, the gangbanger, he's probably going to be just sitting up under the jail. Right. And I'm surprised they didn't charge him with attempted murder. They actually just got him with um, a felony assault on an officer and uh, possession of a gun by a prohibited person. OK, so I'm surprised they didn't throw the book at him and try to hit him with some attempted murder charges. Uh, but, yeah, his bond was set at one million dollars. And that just goes to show you uh, just how this court system in this good old uh, state of Nebraska works. How it works in Douglas County. If you have the complexion for the protection, you will have the connection. Uh, it's just really fucked up and um you know you had a kid that was beating the shit out of his mama and daddy and then he knew that the cops were coming for him the sheriff deputies were coming for him so he started shooting at them okay he knew all that and then somehow his trial got busted down it was a psychological issue and then it got busted down to juvenile and now he's only serving you know to a couple hundred hours of community service and he's on probation for i think a couple years two three years or some of that extent but you got this brother xavier valentine who was being followed by an unmarked vehicle and a plainclothes cop and he thought that his life was in danger so he figured he'd fire first and he sh just shot up you know a cop car and now he's being held on a million dollar bond y'all tell me what the difference is help me out please help me the fuck out because this sounds uh just like selling hope like dope this portion of do rags and boat shoes has been brought to you by the letter l as in hey yo my guy my hands are full give me a hand here can you hold this l all right so holding this l we have to give it to the cheeto in chief uh y'all president uh donald j trump um yeah <laughs> did y'all see that speech at the un and now he's coming out today and saying that uh you know people in the un were you know world leaders weren't laughing at him they were laughing with him um and they even got the um the uh, UN ambassador Nikki Haley, she even up here lying, talking about that the world leaders were, uh, uh, you know, just glowing and saying they loved how honest he is and all this other shit. They 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 were laughing at him. They were laughing at him. Uh, he said that his administration has accomplished more than almost any administration in the history of our country. And people started chuckling when he said that. And he said, I didn't re expect that reaction, but that's okay. And everybody busted out laughing. Okay. And now 
how the media was portraying it is that they were laughing at him because they were if you just see the raw clip they laughed at you know the outrageous lie that he told they just they just couldn't believe that this uh showman came up here and was just blatantly lying right and then he's talking about oh it's fake news that's fake news and it was covered that way uh he said the world leaders respect what he's done and they were the crowd was having a good time with him i said our country is now stronger than ever before it's true and i heard a little rustle and i said it's true and i heard smiles nigga how the fuck do you hear a smile my g what does a fucking smile sound like can somebody help me out with that what does a smile sound like that's what i want to know okay and uh then he went on to say we had fun they weren't laughing at me my g they were laughing at you because of your outrageous claims y'all ain't done shit and then there was a new report coming out talking about how wages are actually on the decline now so this obama era you know uh economy is starting to kind of it's starting to tank because this administration really isn't doing anything to uphold that doing nothing at all you know the rich are getting richer and the poor are about to get poor right so we're about to see this economy start sloping downhill just mark my words so make sure that y'all got a fuck it fund and you know what a fuck it fund is that's you know that's your emergency fund you know that's when shit get tight and you're just like fuck it you know what i'm saying shit start tripping at the job once you know uh they start tightening the belt at your plantation and shit like that you know it might be time for you to just be like shit i got a fuck it fund i'm cool but you might have to use that fuck it fund to keep the lights on and shit like that you know what i'm saying so it has to be at least you know three to six months worth of you know rent uh your utility bills and you know groceries and shit like that you know what i'm saying nothing uh you know nothing pretty not like your clothes budget you know a sneaker budget you know cable and internet you can survive without your cable and internet you can i, I know it's hard but you can definitely survive without internet okay so if it starts buckling down you know if you got a decent job hold on to it um you know keep your dignity at your job by having a fuck it fun that's that's the whole purpose of it giving you a peace of mind because if they be with the bullshit you can just go on about your merry business and uh hopefully you guys are living in a area you know in a state that has um you know decent uh jobs and shit like that i know here in nebraska specifically the omaha metropolitan area there's so many damn job openings uh you know you see every place hiring left and right they can't fill them because pretty much everybody has a job you know what i'm saying so um we're seeing that issue happen around the country but i feel like it's going to be on the slope because the first thing that you start seeing is this whole wage decrease and shit like that that's where it starts that's when the snowball starts going downhill then you start seeing um companies recording you know less profits reporting less profits and things like that then it's like oh it's time to trim some fat you know what i'm saying and get lean a little bit so they start letting folks go and shit like that so it's, you know it's just something to keep in mind you know keep your money with you um you know watch your spending i know we are creeping up into the holiday season it's only september but we about to hit october and the next thing you know we got thanksgiving and christmas right there in your fucking face all right so um you know keep keep your money you know hold on to it you know if you can you know look for deals on amazon for christmas gifts and shit like that and 
you know check your email too there's all kind of coupons that i'll be having in my goddamn email that i'm just like oh shit like under armor just sent me like a 30 percent off coupon to use at the factory outlet the shit is already cheap at the factory outlet store so hell i get an extra 30 percent off that you know find somebody you know a hoodie or something like that and you know adults love clothes ain't that crazy how you know as a kid when you got socks drawers clothes you'd be like oh thanks you know you, you was like i can't do shit with that but your mom and daddy was like happy as hell that you got an outfit you like they like oh thank god you know thank you so much you know what i'm saying or they got or you got they got like a, a jc penny's gift certificate or some shit like that and they just be happy as hell and you'd be like i don't want no fucking clothes i want a nintendo game or a super nintendo game or a sega game or some shit like that but now that you an adult i know i get hype as hell you know because my in-laws they always give me like a a dick's gift card a sporting goods uh gift card uh from dicks and i'm just i'm always happy or shields shields um and i'm just like oh hell yeah you know i go buy me a hoodie or some sneakers with this you know what i'm saying or put it towards some sneakers or some shit like that so i get hyped about that or you know my wife will buy me a hoodie or something like that and i'm just like hell yeah or uh you know uh <clears throat> my family would get me something like a gift card to like the nike outlet or some shit and i'm just like you know what i appreciate this i really do i really do it's, it's very nice very nice but you know i feel like i'm rambling on uh, <laughs> uh hold this l but you know fact of the matter is the world is has been laughing at us since we elected this man and um there's a lot going on he's you know a proud american um you know and it's it's uh he's you know trying to you know make america uh great again i should say by you know trying to be a bully to the world and things like that and trying to you know uh talk about these different trade sanctions and these tariffs and things like that on imports and exports like when i was just talking to the um the guy about my uh, ac unit he was talking about how they were kind of you know they're like not a fan of trump right now because of you know these uh you know in the export business because basically what happens is um they break down they have a place in china that breaks down all of the old metals from the older um units the ac units that they take and they melt it down and convert it into new sheet metal for newer units and shit like that for newer ac units so it's pretty much recycling that and now with the cheeto in chief in office uh china has raised the prices on the exports and uh on the uh importing to uh, bring it into the country and it's you know up like between like 15 to 20 percent increase a price increase on that so they're not happy about it a lot of these uh places aren't happy about it i know the guy like i said who was talking to me about you know replacing my ac unit was saying that you know now's the time to do it because prices are definitely probably go up at the top of the year of uh, next year just because of you know who we have in the white house and him trying to you know bring jobs back to america and all this other shit so it's really just you know it's going to end up fucking the american consumer and that's what's going to happen but you know i feel like i'm ranting and raving but that raving but that's just some little inside information and it's just amazing to me just how the cheeto in chief is just trying to spin this and you know uh, you know save some dignity and pride but what was funny is fox news was the main one showing that that clip 
you know that's all i saw was that fox news clip you know floating around on twitter and instagram of the uh, the un leaders like laughing at him so you know he gonna have to check his own uh his own propaganda machine but for the meantime the cheeto in chief we're laughing at you and you gotta hold this l you win perfect Right, so moving on to not all heroes wear capes. We have to give it to a Detroit native, a sister named Brenda Mullins. Uh, TV station WXYZ in Detroit is reporting about this vigilante. All right, uh, so there's a woman named Joy Edwards. She has a couple of dogs, and they kept on shitting in uh, Brenda Mullins' yard. She has video of it. She tried to tell the lady, like, yo, clean up after your fucking dogs. Just have them stop shitting in my yard. And, uh, you know, they interviewed Mullins and she said, and I quote, the dog came and messed in my yard. I picked it up and I went and I put it on her doorknob. You don't want to clean it up here. You will clean it up there. And I feel this in my spirit and in my soul. Do not have your damn dogs shitting in my yard when i used to live downtown me and the wife used to live downtown um like on my tuesdays i would be off and in the winter time people used to just try to be sneaky and let their dogs shit because our apartment was a corner apartment and we had a little yard and shit a little yard area and uh like right under our window and uh we had a little stoop and uh and we had a little cafe chair a little cafe set out there it was real cute um and we would we would sit out there and things like that but in the winter people would just let their dog shit right by our steps and then they just kick it over and there's been many a times where i didn't came outside and i didn't caught them kicking it out like i'll just wait till they start kicking them like oh here's a bag for you and then they'd be like oh uh, thanks like yeah you're welcome and i it happened probably about seven times i didn't caught somebody kicking snow over some dog shit right in front of my stoop you know or right under my window and i'm just like oh and i just come outside because i i catch them all the time and it's just i just go out there like oh here you, here's a bag for you and they're just like oh thanks most folks just get real embarrassed and tight and i just stand there and watch them pick it up you know i pick up after uh boo chains stinky boo boo i always pick up after her like why can't you do the same you know, even when we go on vacation, uh, when I go on vacation with my in-laws, uh, when we out at the lake, at the cabin, and Boo is running around and things like that, still, we always pack some bags, some biodegradable uh, shit bags, and we always pick up her poops on a big-ass lake. But still, we pick it up. Deer be running around and shit, just shitting everywhere, you know, little pebbles and things like that. And, uh, you know other animals be out roaming around shitting but still it's our responsibility to pick up after our pets so when this woman brenda mullins picked up that dog shit out of her yard and you and i'll post the link in the show notes you can see her they caught her on home security footage uh <laughs> wiping the shit on the doorknob and then she then she threw the bag down on the on the uh on their uh whatchamacallit on their uh, on their stoop or their step and, and you know i felt that in my spirit i did I, I really did and this woman is a hero to me uh because that's what the fuck you have to do sometimes if i record your dogs 
and I record myself telling you, hey, just pick up after your dogs and you still out here trying to be cute with your dogs and letting them shit in my yard. Nobody cares about a dog pissing in their yard. Nobody cares about that. But shitting, okay, and you won't pick it up. I don't even mind the dog shitting in my yard. Just make sure you pick it up. But you up here trying to be cute and shit. Oh, okay. Well, we just gonna smear it on your doorknob handle. And that's why I love this woman, Brenda Mullins. You know, and she said, she told the reporter, and I quote, I had to do what I had to do. I didn't want to be a vigilante, but I had to do what I had to do. And this woman is a hero. She is a hero. I know the reporter was talking about, do you think you took it too far? And, um, you know, uh, the woman was just saying that, you know, I, I do believe I took it too far, but, you know, what more could I do? And that's the truth. What more can you do? Do you call the cops out there, you know, because the cops might try to flip it, you know, and be on some bullshit and try to want to search your house and all some other, you know, nonsense. You know how they come out with the rah-rah bullshit, especially if it's somebody fresh out the academy. They always looking for some goddamn action. Next thing you know, you know, they hitting you in the head with a goddamn billy club because you didn't call about all this dog shit in your yard from your neighbor's dog. You know what I'm saying? Some shit like that. But yeah, that, that that's just street justice right there. Let me smear this dog shit on your your handle on your doorknob now you, you i bet you this woman gonna think twice i tell you that i bet you this woman this joy edwards woman who has these dogs shitting in the brenda mullins yard i bet you she ain't i bet you them dogs ain't gonna shit in her yard again i tell you that and if they do she's picking it up i tell you that and i bet you every time she walked them two dogs she gonna have four or five bags with her to pick up some dog shit because that's that smoke right there she brought she brought that smoke she brought a pound of it you know and uh you know some people don't want the smoke no more after it didn't hit the lungs too hard all right so not all heroes wear capes some of them take justice into their own hands because when the law fails you what more can you do all right so moving on to the last segment of the show health over wealth you know what i say without your health you cannot enjoy your wealth and in lieu of this uh, Bill Cosby situation of with him getting three to 10 years in uh, prison, you know, it's heartbreaking. Uh, they leaked some information from his first call. He was uh, telling his wife, uh, Camille, how um, and this is sad. You know, he's legal. I'm legally blind. He's legally blind. And, uh, you know, he can't see barely. And uh, fuck, <laughs> that's fucked up. That is i'm sorry that's a fucked up ass joke y'all remember that 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 little lesbian was uh trying to rob some old folks or some shit and then she's like i'm legally blind <laughs> but anyways fuck <laughs> fuck why'd i do that <laughs> all right so bill cosby is legally blind they took his cane away and he fell down some steps and then somebody threw a goddamn stale hot dog bun at him too when he was sitting down eating and he's on the phone with his wife telling telling her to hire somebody to get him up out of there you know bill ain't built for that he he ain't he ain't but it's crazy how my man went from pound cake to a stale hot dog bun that's just fucked up in the game uh but this quote because you know with that pound cake speech you know him wagging his finger at poor black folks and it hurt it hurt me to the core to see him go on this goddamn finger wagging tour uh back in the day what was that early 2000s and uh 
you know, I was just on some fuck Bill Cosby shit. And, you know, I don't I don't feel bad for him going to prison. Um, I, I don't. I just don't because just because of that, you know, wagging his finger at poor black folks. You know what I'm saying? It's one of those things where, you know, black folks get some money. They think they transcended color. And then, uh, you know, they start, you know, telling other black folks what they need to do to get in that same goddamn position. You know, we witnessed that with uh, Kanye West, you know what I'm saying, with some of the crazy shit that he was saying. He's out there and Cal- he was out there in Calabasas losing his goddamn mind, being up under them, all them Kardashians and all them different white folks, you know, with money. And he up here thinking he transcended color. But luckily he got with uh, he just shouted out the brother uh bari b-a-r-i uh i think that's his new manager shouted him out for you know on his instagram for getting him about the sunken place and you know challenging him and keeping it 100 with him and that's what the fuck kanye needed because at the time even dating back to the yeezus album you know it's just people just around him just yep that's hot yeah that'll work that's good you know not understanding the culture not understanding him and not understanding when to tell him that yo you need to calm the fuck down you need to bring it down a few notches like how sway was checking him in that interview so now you see that you know bill cosby you know that the system does not work like that you know like i said in the in um goddamn summer jam screen you know you talk about these respectability politics like back in the days you know uh black folks wouldn't hang in from trees in they sunday best when you talk about respectability politics i will always bring up that example so this quote in health over wealth comes from the amazing fanny lou hamer and uh i know y'all probably heard it a million times but for those that haven't heard it, it the quote goes like this and it's very fitting for this bill cosby situation and for other black celebrities who think that they should be wagging their finger at poor black folks you know um and even uh this goes to other groups too you know there's some hispanic coons out there there's some 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 a ton of indian coons out there who uh get up under white supremacists and you know they start wagging their fingers at their own people and telling them what they need to do and try to get them to fall in line with racism white supremacy and being a fucking you know brown skinned coon so this could go across the board and i'm looking at you dinesh d'souza um so and then who was that other guy that what was he a governor or something and he changed his name to billy or some shit like that and he had his uh official governor's uh picture uh lightened up i forgot what that 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 indian coon that his name was but i he had his, he had a white man as his official portrait but anyway so this quote is from uh the 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 amazing uh fanny lou hamer and it says and the quote goes like this but you see now, baby, whether you have a Ph.D., D.D. or no D, we're in this bag together. And whether you are from Morehouse or no house, we're still in this bag together. So you keep that in mind, you know, no matter where the fuck you come from, long as we're still dealing with the rate uh, system of racism, white supremacy. It don't matter if you a billionaire down to the you know to the homeless nigga on the corner singing and dancing for a couple of coins you know to get a a, a still reserve 211 
you know what i'm saying it, it doesn't matter you're still going to be a victim somehow some way if they choose and pick you and the system is always working against you and this goes across color lines because you got coons of every fucking race you you do who fall right in line with racism white supremacy because they think that's the american way and how to get ahead in this life but you know it still turns it's still it if racism white supremacy eats its own what the fuck you think it's gonna do to your black ass your brown ass your red ass your yellow ass you see what i'm saying so that's just a very fitting quote and um you have to you have to keep fighting a good fight and you have to fight for justice no matter what you cannot be alongside the axis of evil you know thinking that you know a few fucking trinkets here and a few dollars there is going to you know stop you from being a victim of racism white supremacy that's just how it goes all right so this has been episode 138 of do rags and boat shoes nothing but love and respect to all my listeners out there please 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 uh listen share with some friends and have those friends tell 10 friends and hopefully them 10 friends tell 100 friends and them 100 friends tell a thousand friends uh i i see y'all doing that because listens are going up uh high um i can't get my streaming numbers i don't know what the fuck that is but my downloads are getting higher and higher every week and i appreciate y'all for doing that so keep on spreading the word and please stay tuned for another g code lesson we're winding down we're almost done with the g code i know people have really been appreciative of that and uh just seeing some codes of uh conducts that i live by and they appreciate that so stay tuned for the next one all right Welcome to the G Code. Code. All right, thank you to myself and Tyrone Biggums for that lovely intro of this G Code. All right, so this G Code lesson, we're going to talk about paper a little bit. We're going to talk about money. Um, and so basically, this G Code lesson is learn to save money and invest. All right, um, a lot of times we be out here willy nilly with the money. And, you know, we get a little bit of bread, you know, during tax time, some extra money, you know, anywhere from, you know, extra 500 bucks to $5,000, you know, and then we don't know how to act and we give it all back, you know, to, to Walmart buying some TVs or Target or buying some gaudy jewelry or throwing some rims on some cars and shit or, you know, getting some kind of, you know, getting cable and internet you know the highest speeds and 300 fucking channels and all the premium movie channels and you you know you paying three four hundred dollars a month for services and that you don't really need and you don't even fuck with like that you know you just out here shining and stunning for no reason but we need how to need to know how you need to know how to learn uh you need to learn how, how to invest and how to save okay that's what i'm trying to get at. sorry about that so we're going to talk about saving first so the first step you need to do is you need to have three different bank accounts and no i ain't talking about scamming or nothing like that i ain't talking about y'all you know depositing some fake five thousand dollar check into a checking account trying to deposit trying to take it out before you know monday morning and shit like that i ain't talking about none of that instagram scamming shit all right so you need one checking account and two savings accounts uh you know one of your savings accounts should be linked to your checking account while that third savings account should be with a whole nother bank so you'll have the first two you know the savings and the checkings together with one bank and then that third one with a different bank all right and there's a method to the madness here 
so um so you'll have the checking and the savings account linked you know the one of the savings account linked and that should be used you know for short-term saving goals you know like new furniture uh maybe a deposit on a new apartment or um you know something like that or you're saving for a little vacation or something like that or for christmas gifts and shit like that you know little minor things that come up and then that um the separate unlinked savings account it needs to be used for big emergencies and for the long haul and retirement you know i know you have your 401k or your roth uh, ira uh, savings accounts or you have both uh, like myself um you know for retirement but you know this one is needed too and we talked about this before on the podcast and we called it a fuck it fund you know that's when you kind of save up you know about three to six months uh you know money of uh your um, salary and uh you know just in case the job starts tripping on you and something happens or you get laid off so that's what this third one's gonna be for like major events like that so maybe like a car insurance deductible health expenses you know or you know uh, your fuck it fund money you know what i'm saying so you won't be out here fucked up in the game and doing anything that you can to keep the lights on and you out here shucking and jiving because you ain't got a fuck it fund right so um you need to keep putting money into that third account no matter what that unlinked one you need to just keep putting money in it and that's uh when i tell a lot of young folks is uh and some folks who are older than me that it you know really ain't up on game you have to pay yourself first and you're like well what do you mean paying myself first i already worked my job they pay me to do this job but when you get your paycheck you need to pay yourself first that's what you really need to do um you know in that short-term savings account you know you could basically put maybe like five percent of your paycheck in there if you can afford it you know if not you can do one percent um, and then in that long term, the big savings account that's unlinked is with this whole separate bank. You know, uh, see if you can do at least 10 percent of your income, 10 percent of your paycheck, you know, and 10 percent of your paycheck is the first couple digits, you know, or the first three digits. Uh, if you out here balling like that. Um, but see if you can really do that 10 percent, then maybe you could bump it up to 15 percent and then do 5 percent in that uh the savings accounts that's linked with your checking so um the reason that i say to have that unlinked savings account is because technology makes it so easy for you to get your money now uh you can just go into your banking app and you have your if with the same bank uh, like say you're with wells fargo and you have your checking and savings with them and then you'll have your um you know your savings account the major one with chase or something like that but you know the wells fargo one that's linked up it's so easy on the app to transfer funds from your saving to your uh checking account you know to blow through that money but if you have a have that unlinked one that has the majority of your savings in there you know you have a few grand in there um it'll make it harder for you to you know want to spend your money on dumb shit you know that you see that large amount and you're like oh well shit maybe i can just go buy this fly ass you know what i'm saying this crown vic or something like that this tricked out crown vic and you're like well i really don't need that i already have a car but this looks pretty fucking sweet and you know it's gonna be harder for you to actually just go to the bank and withdraw the money don't get don't get one of those um damn bank cards that's linked to your savings either to make that makes it easier to get money out of the 
ATM either. But like I said, banking just makes it so much easier. There's mobile banking apps. You can just transfer money and then it's just right there the same day. And you're just like, yo, god damn, it don't even take a couple days to clear. Just be right there, just boom, ready to go. So that's why I say that you should have that third one for like major emergencies and for, you know, some spending cash for your retirement. Um, you know, you should have that unlinked because it's going to be harder to touch that money. And then we can move on, you know, to investing. And you can you can do all this shit as far as once you get your bank accounts, you can do all this online as far as playing with different percentages with your direct deposit. I mean, your job ain't going to really fuck with you like that. You know, just go on to your, your you might have an intranet site where you have to get on to um, go to your human resources and your pay and things like that to uh, change your direct deposits. Um, but yeah, go ahead and do that. Just kind of play with those and see what you can and you can't afford. You know what I'm saying? But it's all about thinking long term. And not thinking in the sense of, you know, some YOLO shit. You only live once. Uh, because a lot of times we do have that thought process of, you know, not looking as far as retirement and seeing yourself, you know, sit back chilling with all your bills paid. You know, and you're not worried about any problems in your older age. You know, once you hit, you know, what is it, 65 for retirement age or something like that? Um, you know, too many times we just kind of live for that moment and we don't be thinking about the future. So we really have to start thinking about the future and living like you have a future. Um, and then we can get into investing. Um, you know, I'm still pretty green at it. So I'm not going to act like I'm some sort of, you know, financial guru on investments and diversifying your uh, portfolio. But I know it's all about buying low and selling high, no matter what you do. You know what I'm saying? You only thing you want to do is investing is making your money grow so you can invest in the stock market, which is just purchasing shares of a company. So you're purchasing just small pieces of a company at a certain price and you're just watching the market go up and down. And, you know what it is. Ideally, you want to get on the ground floor of a company and, you know, buy them shares for low and then hoping that company expands and grows and turns into something amazing in, in some years. And then you can just cash out your shares and pretty much sell your share of the company. So say you bought some kind of, um, you know, um, antenna company, you know, that's about to jump on these 5G speeds, you know, that's going to be faster than LTE. So some sort of company that makes antennas for cars that you know and that connects to satellites to give you know cars a 5g speed so you want to get in on that ground floor you know 23 bucks a share you know you buy a few of those shares and then you know in the next couple years you know you want to cash out once it reaches you know 90 dollars a share or you know you just keep on waiting and waiting and waiting until that bitch jump up to you know uh you know shit $150 a share or something like that but the goal is to always buy low sell high that's that's always the goal uh when you're doing something with the stock market or any kind of investment any kind of investment that's what it's all about is making money so it's, you're essentially just trying to make your money do the leg work for you you know making your money work for you and um you know, uh, some folks want to be in the long haul. So say like you get in that ground floor with a company and you just keep following it and following it and watching it grow. And then every, you know, two weeks that you get paid or if you get paid monthly or every week, 
you know, you just putting, you know, you keep buying a couple shares and a couple shares until, you know, you done amassed a few, you know, a, a good helping of the company, right? And then once it balloons up to, you know, that $200 a share, then that's when you want to sell because you didn't just bought it at $23 a share. And you want to sell then, but that might be some years down the line. But then you have those folks who, you know, play the short game and they really want to, you know, jump in on something trendy and buy something you know, buy stock in some kind of trendy company that's going to be a fly by night here today, going tomorrow. So maybe some sort of application that just started, some kind of social media app that just started, that just went public, and you want to just try to cash out on that. I know people were trying to do that with Facebook uh, once it went public, and it really wasn't hitting like it was supposed to, you know, with there's so much uh, security breaches going on and things of that sort. Um, so it's all about, you know, just trying to figure out if you're going to play the short game or the long game so if you want a quick flip or you just want to just kind of sit back and uh just kind of let that 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 money run a marathon you know what i'm saying and a lot of experts they like to uh you know talk about you know stocks that are uh you know they're tanking and they're saying that you should sell and should kind of avoid those companies you know that experiences a lot of you know highs and lows and things of that sort or it's always low um and they try to tell you to hurry up and sell those shares when a company is tanking but a lot of times i know a, a few folks that didn't got in when a company was tanking because of something that happened you know a poor commercial or the ceo then did something or the president of the company did something you know something very crass or something like that and then you, so you see the uh shares in the company drop and because uh, people aren't buying the product or what not and so people will hop in and they'll look at it like oh shit this is on sale right now you know so oh let me go ahead and buy that and then next thing you know like a year or two later they done brought in a new cfo or ceo or something and they're trying to change the whole whole image of the company and you know right their wrongs and then you then came in when it dropped down to you know 17 bucks a share or something like that and now all of a sudden it jumped up to you know 30 34 bucks a share you know pretty much double what you didn't spend you know what i'm saying so that's that's the sound investment that's what a, some people look at it like oh it's on it's just on sale this uh this share is on sale so you know it's just however you want to look at it you know um and I'm going to tell y'all something, no matter what, with these, um, you can read a million books um, and, you know, talk to so many experts. But at the end of the day, when it comes to money, first of all, money is an energy. You know, money doesn't go anywhere. It just transfers. That's all it is. It's just an energy. It could be paper. It could be digital. Like right now, we're living in that digital age where most folks are just, you know, using their phone to pay for shit or using a debit card and or a chip on their credit card or whatever you know so it just changes it's just an energy it's just a mindset you know to bring that in but um no matter what you read the rob report you read uh business insider whatever you want to read about you know just fly shit and uh money and then they have some uh, you know some shit about investing and things like that what it boils down to always remember this just spend less than you make that's all that it boils down to live below your means and save 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 that's that's all it boils down to when when it comes to investing 
you know, you don't want to uh, invest your whole life savings in something, you know, just because somebody, some, some screaming lunatic was on CNBC talking about you need to hurry up and buy now and all this other shit. Nine times out of ten, that company has that guy in his back pocket and they just trying to, you know, make it do what it do one time. Wink, wink. But that's what it just boils down to. Like, I've read so many articles, like, uh, just growing up uh, on how to, um, you know, live comfortable in retirement and things like that. And they'll word it a million different ways, but it always boils down to spending less money than what you make. And you always want get, to get your debt down very, very low. And you always want to utilize that credit game. And remember... I forgot what episode I did uh, with my uh, with my folks, but uh, uh, Bogart uh, he was breaking down how to build your credit up, and that's one way that you can kind of you know touch the sky, you know, in this American dream of uh, in this land of milk and honey is to get your credit right. So if your credit's fucked up, you always want to do get a secure credit card, and that's just basically putting a deposit down, so you could do something as little as two hundred bucks. And then you get sent the credit card and then you just keep on buying like getting gas or buying like a pair of socks, you know, every month. And then you just pay that off. Just get you a pair of $12 socks and then just pay the $12 off, you know, before that interest accrues and just keep paying it off. And then I say after a year of doing that, then somebody like Capital One to see you doing your thing. Then they're like, oh, hey, here's a $500, you know, credit card. And then if you don't go don't go crazy on that, you know, and then you just keep that balance low and you keep paying on time. And then in six months, they'll increase it by 250 bucks. And now you got a $750 limit, credit limit. Still don't get hype. Keep on paying that down. Do the same thing you're doing with the secured credit card. You know, buy a pair of socks or a pair of drawers or something light like that. And then next thing you know, in another uh you know, six months, three to six months, they increase it to a thousand bucks and your limit just keeps going up and up. And then next thing you know, you're sitting on a $20,000 credit card. You know what I'm saying? So that'll give you a peace of mind if you have a credit card like that. If you have some kind of financial emergency going on or uh, something, you know, you can just have, so now you got $20,000 in your back pocket on this little piece of plastic. You know what I'm saying? Just in case there is something going on if you buy a new house um or if uh, you know maybe there's some kind of medical bill and it came up and your insurance ain't taking too much care of it or your transmission goes out in your car or something to that extent so you always so you always want to just use um a credit card for emergency purposes you know what i'm saying but if you have the cash always use that cash first you know because you did them them interest rates be crazy it'd be like fucking 25 percent you know of what you done you done spent and all this other shit and you're just like god damn but that's just something to just keep in mind when it comes to that so if you got crappy credit you know you want to start off with a secured credit card and like i said then you start getting offers and things like that and you always want to keep those balances super super low you know what i'm saying you want to keep them below 30 percent it's either it's either 25 or 30 percent but i believe it's below 30 percent keep them balances pretty low um, as far as investing goes, I got off on a little bit tangent when it came to credit, but um, I wish I would have learned more about the credit game earlier, early on when I'm just coming out of high school. You know what I'm saying? I wish I would have just really kind of been on my P's and Q's with my credit game. But 
I'm legit now, so it's all good. But um, going back to uh, investing, another thing as far as putting in your portfolio with investments besides just buying stocks or investing in like gold and shit like that is mutual funds. Now, mutual funds, I know you hear it all the time. You're like, what the fuck is a mutual fund? Well, that's the that's the OG crowdfunding. That's all that is. Like you look at like GoFundMe and Indiegogo and shit like that. Um, you know, when people come together and donate money for this, that, and the third, that's all a mutual fund is. It's just you, uh, it's just a crowdfunding vehicle. You know, it's uh, basically a group of investors, including yourself, you know, putting some money in some stocks, bonds, or any other type of securities, you know, and y'all just hoping to turn a profit. That's all it is. Just you getting with a group of other folks in the same uh, financial firm uh, group and just putting y'all money pulling y'all money together and hoping to turn a profit by investing in some different company or something like that or even can be a startup too because i know we've seen a lot of that too happen that um there's a lot of applications coming out where you can uh, pretty much put money in to um like a, a huge account and then uh, i forgot what the app was called is ain't might be angel something but um so you put this money you guys pool all your money together you and some random strangers and shit like that and then you're investing in like tech startups and other people's dreams and shit like that and hoping that they turn a profit so some some real life shark tank type shit you know and then you also if the money's long enough if your money's long enough um this is really kind of shady because you know family and money don't mix now i'm not saying like all the time but um a lot of times it, it don't mix but you can also loan money out to family and friends you can um and charge interest but you the paperwork got to be legit you know you have to draw up some some legal documents so you can go to legal zoom and shit like that and uh just have that person sign an agreement with terms of payments now, that's if your money's long enough you know say like somebody come to you and want to borrow 10 racks for um a business or something to that extent and you can go and do your thing um and bless them you know uh, that's if the money's long enough and i'm looking at my folks that you know got that hand-to-hand money you know what i'm saying uh, a nod and a wink to you you know if you got that hand-to-hand money you can go on and you know help start up a uh, car wash or detail service or a barber shop or something like that you know but it's all about flipping legit and at the end of the day it's all about buying low selling high and then look towards the future please look towards the future and plan towards your future and sit down and meet with uh, with a financial advisor they can they can give you some some uh some great sound advice and a lot of times that first counseling or that first meet is always free they don't charge you a fee or anything like that so go in there with your phone uh, on the voice memo recording so you can soak up every goddamn thing that you can in that free um session you know that free consultation Um, but that's pretty much all i got you know like i said the game is uh buying low selling high you know just like uh just like anything else in life you know when you're trying to make some money and uh you know start thinking about the future please do please do a lot of times that we don't we just kind of brush that shit off and don't think we're gonna be here and a lot of times you leave a burden of debt for your next of kin and we got to stop doing that shit so that has been the g code um i'm sorry for the delay y'all um yeah i was supposed to drop this shit you know back on thursday night but i didn't 
And uh, so now it's fucking Sunday night, and I uh, am just puzzled by your man's uh, Kanye Amari West. I'm just, what is this fool doing? He's still out here in the MAGA hat. I thought he was sliding back, you know, on the right on the right path, but he's still out here trying to defend the Cheeto in chief. And I just, I'm like, I don't know, I don't know what Ye's doing. I know he's providing a soundtrack to the Coon Train, but Jesus, I think he got a him he in the front front row caboose you know he's in a private car just sitting up there losing his goddamn mind and ain't nobody you know um talking sense into that brother that's just a goddamn shame it is i really need to start a common sense firm that's what the fuck i really need to do wild wild i just seen something i follow a photographer on instagram and he was talking about like he he shoots the kardashians and models and shit like that and he was talking about uh, he doesn't uh, he supports Ye, but he doesn't support Trump or something like that. And I'm like, that's well, that's where you fucked up at, because you're supporting somebody that supports Donald Trump, the Cheeto in chief. And uh, you know, I don't mean to go off on a tangent here, but I think that's the problem. It's just like, oh, but we have to look at the message behind what he's actually saying, and it's just like, no, he ain't that deep. Kanye's not deep. Like, I remember seeing that clip on Jimmy Kimmel when he was puzzled after Jimmy Kimmel asked, simply asked him about how can he say, you know, praise Donald Trump when he was critical of George Bush. You see what I'm saying? And he was puzzled by that because Kanye ain't got nobody around him to just be like, yo, shut the fuck up, dog. Or here, watch this, watch this documentary called Hidden Colors. I need you to watch all four of them right now just watch all of them right now and that way you can you can you can have some awakening and then get that nigga a copy of the isis papers post-traumatic slave syndrome this non-violent stuff will get you killed and uh some more there's some more some more great books out there but you got to start with those ones just to wake up kanye like read a fucking book and stop watching these youtube videos god damn but anyways that's been the g-code about investing i'm sorry to go on this little bit of rant but it just bothers me so fucking much that nobody's helping that man but i will see y'all next week all right sorry about the wait y'all